Is it really that important to eat organic? What is conscious parenting? Is homeopathy actually work? Oh God, the flu. How do I beat it naturally? How do I prepare for birth? What are the benefits of meditation? This is Healthy Happy Home, the podcast community that offers discussions and solutions for a fully conscious and integrative approach to living and parenting. We will explore and open up the topics of natural health and well-being, holistic parenting, consciousness and work-life balance to empower you to live your healthiest, happiest life. We're so grateful that you're joining us on this journey. We'd love it if you could take the time to rate, review and subscribe. It will help other people to find us so that we can grow our Elevation Nation. This season of Healthy Happy Home is sponsored by Mega Home Water Distillers, the most reliable and efficient home drinking water distiller. Mega Home are kindly offering listeners of the Healthy Happy Home podcast a 5% discount. Just use the code HHH5 at checkout. Thank you to Mega Home. You're listening to a Healthy Happy Home mini-sode. When we were researching how to make this podcast the best it could possibly be and unique to us and to our message, we realised that there are certain topics when it comes to holistic living that people really want easy and accessible information for. So as a thank you to our listeners, the entire transcript of each of these mini-sodes is in the show notes, so you don't have to worry about taking any notes. So in the second of our mini-sodes, we answer the question, what are the essentials for a holistic family well-being toolkit, as we like to call it? We'd like to add here that we do believe in an individualised approach to healthcare, meaning that it's never a one-size-fits-all approach. What works for one person may work for another, and supplement choices should always be dependent upon your own body's needs. With that said, here are the items we can't live without and want to recommend to you. So the first one is a homeopathic kit, and um, you can buy these from Helios or Ainsworth. They both do amazing kits. Um, you can also call them because they have a, a, a course of service, so you can call them and ask advice, and they can send you specific remedies depending on what you talk about. Um, there's also a homeopathic hotline, which we'll put the number in for. Um, and homeopathic kits basically are amazing when you have small children because you can give them to babies. You can, you know, you can. There's always something that you can use um, with your kit for any kind of problem. So the sort of things that I've used them for, and like Lauren uses them for, is um, bumps. So say Annika for bumps and bruises. Um, any kind of small, slight burns, teething problems. Uh, Teething's an interesting one though because, yeah. um, like, ha- we're talking about having a kit here. Um, which and the kits are great, but there's also a really great teething remedy that you can call up either Helios or Ainsworth. It's called ABC. It's aconite, belladonna, chamomilla, and it's um, a blend. It's a mix yeah. of three different remedies, um, specifically for teething. So that's a really good one. I just yeah. thought I put that in there. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> actually the, um, Ainsworth have really good combination remedies as well. Mm. Like when I've had an operation, they have one for, called surgery yes. and anaesthetic, which is amazing. Yep. If you have any kind of like cesarean or anything like that, get rid of or any anaesthetics. Um, and you were saying they've got one called war. for War for like really serious infections. Yeah, that's yeah, so, brilliant. That's so good. Yeah, so, you know... And I think they even have ones for flu and stuff like that. Don't yeah, they? they've got, and also you know, things like hay fever. 
they have kind of seasonal ones as yeah. well so and like every year it could change based on yeah. the local you know the season and um hay fever remedies can be really good yeah actually, I should get them for actually there are some studies on the british homeopathic association website that showed just how effective homeopathy is for things like hay fever yeah um also like malaria when i went to africa once i took i gave the kids homeopathic malaria tablets all before we went and when we were there and when we were out there the women that um, the people that ran the resort that we stayed in i gave them the the malaria oh really yeah and then i went back the following year and they said that whenever they felt slightly sick over the um through that sort of season of being in uh, africa they used to take the malaria homeopathic tablets Mm. and they said that they work really well so was that a no-sode yeah, no, um, were they no sides or were they maybe? Or was it malaria impotency? Malaria impotency, I think. They, yeah, mm. yeah. So much you can do with homeopathy. Yeah, detoxing so, as well. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, so you can get detox ones. Yeah. Um, so the other things it's good for are tummy aches, coughs, colds, pregnancy ailments, separation anxiety. Really good when the kids are little. Yeah, and for dogs. Yeah, <laughs> pulsatilla. Um, shock. Um, grief, Ignatia is amazing for grief. I've used that for myself a lot over the years at certain times. Um, muscle sprains, rebalancing, um, lots of common childhood illnesses, mm. hay fever, as we mentioned, allergies and heaps more. Um, homeopathic remedies are totally safe. You can use them with any other kind of treatment that you might be doing. You can use them for the whole family. They even work on your pets as well. So. Yeah, they do a pet kit. Do they? As well, yeah. Sweet. Helios do a pet kit. Yeah. I mean, it's no diff- It's not different remedies. Yeah. It's not specifically for pets. So the first kit I got was a pet kit because I still had the two dogs at the time. Oh, yeah. And um, and then I kind of then upgraded and got more kits and I got... The, when you got, the, when I you got, got human babies. Yeah, well, no, I got the basic 36 kit before that. And then I got the birthing kit. Oh, yeah, there's a birth Which kit. was amazing. We used that during our first birth with Brax. And then... And now I've got the Ainsworth one, because those were all Helios, but now I've got Ainsworth to do a bigger one, and it's got, I think it's like 50 remedies. Yeah. So it's quite comprehensive, so, yeah. But I still go back to the pet kit, just because they have, you know, the same remedies. Yeah. Sometimes there's remedies in there that aren't in any of the other yeah. kits. and I think you can get, like, tropical kits, can't you, for, like, you know, if you're going away. There's so many different things. Yeah. yeah. Homeopathy's great. Yeah, homeopathy works really well. Um, okay, so... Yeah. Next thing. So another thing we highly recommend are topical creams, natural botanical topical creams like Arnica, Calendula and Hypercal. So I've got in um, the baby's nappy bag, I keep in this little zip at the back there and I keep all those three creams in there so that they come with me everywhere. So if there are grazes or um, stinging nettles or cuts, someone's fallen over. It was great. We went away last summer and <coughs> excuse me and um Brax got stung by stinging nettles and I was so glad that I had calendula on me um yeah so I keep those on me uh Willida and Nelson's are great brands for those and um yeah you can use the cuts bruises grazes scrapes and they just encourage faster healing so they're yeah. just great to keep on you yeah there's lots of nice little balms available now I think as well like if you yeah. go to Whole Foods and Revital and shops like that but they have lots of good good things um, and so the next thing we want to talk about is elderberry syrup. Mm. Um, so this is a brilliant herbal mixture and it can you give it to your children and um, it helps boost their immune system. In, so especially kind of in the autumn is when it's good to start giving it to them. And also when they have a cold or flu coming on, it's super antioxidant and it aids digestive health. Um, we always have a bottle of it 
which gets necked basically yeah. when anybody's <laughs> ill. Um, you know, and my my kids are teenagers now and they still take it. So um, yeah, apparently though you can also make it yourself. So yeah. this is Lauren's made. <laughs> Lauren has made elderberry gummies, which sound totally delicious. I'm that person. <laughs> so how did you do that? Okay, so we decided. So my friend called me and said because we've been looking for elderberries growing near us so that we could go foraging for them and create our own elderberry syrup. What time of year is that? Spring, autumn, summer? Spring. Spring, summer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then you've got it ready for the winter, which is great. So um, she was like, I found them, I found them. And she, yeah. So it's really great because then you can go foraging with your kids as well. It's exciting. So I made my own elderberry syrup, which I'm not going to lie, it's super labor intensive. Yeah, you said it was quite hard Um, work. But only because, I don't know if you've ever seen elderberries, but they come on really, really thin fine branches so you know like grapes when you take grapes off of those branches and like you have to take the bit off the end of the grape Mm -hmm. and elderberries are tiny so you have to take all the bits off and you can't make the mixture until all those little bits are gone yeah so it took about an hour and a half just to extract all the bits and put the elderberries in a bowl so that was the labor intensive part the actual making the syrup once you've got the elderberries off the the stalks is fine um, and it was quite enjoyable. And yeah, then I made some elderberry gummies oh, for like yum. vitamin gummies and I put magnesium in them and stuff just for kind of extra immune boosting. And I've got the recipe on my website if anyone's interested. I need to find a bush for next summer. Yes. Um, so no, elderberry sips are amazing. Otherwise, um, if you don't make it yourself, which obviously not everybody's going to do. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Um, Parker Herbs. Parker yes. Herbs do a really good one. I'm, that's what we're using now, thanks to your recommendation. Yeah, Parker's amazing. We yeah. always have a bottle of that in the fridge. Yeah, it's really good. Um, okay, so the next one. The next one is essential oils, um, because I am obsessed. You are obsessed, actually. I am obsessed, but I just think... Nature has given us everything we need, right? Yeah. Like all, if you, we look through this list, this is everything from nature. And why would we not utilize what nature has given us? Obviously, I would say modern technology, but the ancient Egyptians used to extract the essential oils from plants. Yeah. So it's not really modern technology. It's that just that they're more uh, accessible to us now. But, the, you know, these are natural botanicals that have amazing healing powers and properties. And I use them for everything because literally there is an essential oil for everything i used them in my home birth so we were diffusing different oils at different times and daniel was um uh, um tasked with knowing i'd written a list of what blends were needed at each point of the birth and he would change the diffuser blend and i made up roller bottles of like blends before uh, i had the baby and um, one of them was used during labor like on my abdomen and one was used actually to help bring the placenta out, Clary Calm, which is a ready-made blend that I get. Um, and um, yeah, and then I made blends for like for the kids so that I can put on their feet or on their spines if they're teething or not well, yeah. you know, if they're getting the, they're getting uh, cold or they've got congestion or they're like... I made one for nappy rash. I've never yeah. had to use that, thankfully. But, I know my um, friend, um, Rachel, she used to make lots of these kind of things. And she used to make this amazing boost balm that we used to rub on the kid's chest. It yeah. was like it had all the sort of woody 
woody blends oh, and it was amazing, amazing. like yeah. a healthy version of Vicks Vapor Rub yeah, basically yeah. yeah gorgeous yeah it's so nice I've been using that because I've had a bit of a cough so I've made one and I find Siberian fur amazing for the chest yeah there's a blend called Air as well which doTERRA do um which is like a mix of all these different like um it's a bit like eucalyptus oh, yeah, it's love beautiful ones, yeah. um so I'm just yeah I I would say I am obsessed but they've helped everything I mean the kids had a sickness bug actually both kids and Daniel had a sickness bug a few months ago and I was literally most people walking around the house with bleach when people got sickness bug I was walking around my house with essential oils yeah. and I was diffusing cassia because cassia kills airborne virus mm-hmm. bacteria so that was essential um and there's a protective blend that you can get with like clove and orange and and that just kind of wards off all bacteria, yeah. antifungal, antiviral, antimicrobials, brilliant. Yeah. And I, I make my cleaning products from them as well. I make toothpaste from them. Um, and you can treat anything, like nausea, headaches, migraines, hay fever, anti-inflammatory, muscle aches. Uh, I do Epsom salt baths a lot and then I put specific yeah, oils awesome. in there. I um, When I was feeling a bit coldy and fluey, um, the kids were as well, we did the, the classic sort of steam inhalation mm. where I got like this sort of this lovely mixture of oils and like eucalyptus and stuff and just put my head over a bowl yeah. of steaming water with a towel and you know it's really nice Do you know what i just put up on my stories today i don't know if you saw it yeah. yet but um we've got eucalyptus like actual eucalyptus um stalks left over oh, from yeah, christmas like yeah and um i've tied it my sister gave me this idea i've tied it with a ribbon upside down from my shower head yeah and when you go in the shower it steams and then it brings the eucalyptus out in the shower oh nice so i've got that in there right now oh, really lovely nice i love well. eucalyptus very australian as well yeah so just just very quickly as well i just oh, have yeah. to say that these aren't just for immune system because um Daniel was suffering a while back with um, brain function issues like memory loss and stuff and we were using rosemary and peppermint and certain essential oils to boost his brain function so he now has in his office essential oils diffusing to help the staff with concentration I was going to say that actually because most of my kids have got exams coming up and Mm. I want to I I used rosemary once for Yes, the first exams. But then he said the bottle broke in his bag at oh, school. No. And he said for like weeks afterwards, all his friends were going, why do you smell like roast? No. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, is there something else I can use apart from rosemary? So I'm, after amazing. this, I'm going to ask you for a few oh, little Oh, I'm going to give him something for his exams. Yeah, they it's start gonna on Tuesday. It's going to be my Tuesday. gift to him. Okay, I'm going to give him You have to tell something. me what to get, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's, so yeah, essential oils are amazing. Obviously, people know about lavender. It's a really useful one as well. Put a few drops in your pillow at night really nice um so the next one is manuka honey so manuka honey is amazing for sore throats for coughs for colds it's antibacterial antiviral anti-inflammatory and antioxidants um if i'm getting sick i will go and buy a pot of manuka honey i mean it is quite expensive um but you do have to pay for the expensive brands because they have a higher potency so Mm. it's definitely worth it my mum actually was all over Christmas and my brother had given her a pot of new honey for Christmas as one of her presents and I mean that's like my perfect Christmas so present so sweet wasn't it yeah. <laughs> and I said to her just tie that with some lemon and ginger every day and she basically went through the whole bo- bottle you know the whole jar in about four days but she said that actually oh really she's got better so. yeah it is amazing yeah it's worth it isn't it just my name costs like a tenner or something, doesn't it, for a good one? No, the good ones are good ones are like at least twenty seven pounds. Yeah, that's for the high potencies plus yeah. twenty five. Yeah, I actually there there was a deal on. I went into Holland and Barrett the other day, and Holland and Barrett every 
so often do these deals. I I, I have to say I, I don't go in there often. I I, I do, do like your penny. Yeah, a penny deal. I, I saw that. I yesterday. usually go into the kind of the independent stores, but they do a deal um, every so often. I think it's like once or twice a year, penny deal. So I could buy one pot of manuka honey for twenty seven ninety nine, or two pots of honey for twenty eight pounds. Oh really? I because I went in there yesterday randomly as well, and they they had it on. So I might go and have a look at that. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, so number six, we did just touch on before Epsom salts a bit, but Epsom salts or magnesium flakes in baths is, I mean, I can't stress how beneficial it is for our bodies because we're all so deficient in trace minerals because our soil is so depleted of it. Because the soil's depleted in it, we don't get it in our food the way that we used to. So actually the best way to absorb it believe it or not and people always think it's orally but it's actually topically our bodies absorb it really well when it goes on the skin um so having magnesium flakes in a bath can help i mean first of all we all need magnesium generally in our diets in our you know to supplement with more because we're so deficient in it and it helps everything it helps the immune system it helps absolutely everything um so to have it in baths is great you can also get it in an oil and rub it on your feet before bed um and you can get like liquid minerals drops that you put in your water i add them to my water every day um and it just has to you with magnesium because it's said to be relaxing and it's good for your muscles would you take would you do that in the morning or would you just leave that until the evening so my bottle of water here yeah my trusty little bottle of water um has always got magnesium drops in it oh really okay yeah. so you don't think so it i say it's got magnesium sleeping. for my just overall health magnesium health bone health calcium absorption general health lowering blood pressure preventing migraines reducing stress levels improving mood reducing inflammation reducing the effects of adhd so much mm-hmm. not that i've got adhd but those are the things that it does mm-hmm. but i also put manganese in my water which is really good for oral health um, so yeah, that's always in my water plus a couple of drops of grapefruit essential oil. Um, but generally just magnesium, magnesium all day, every day. Yeah. I mean, the bath salts are really easy to use as well. You can just go on Amazon and buy massive things, yeah. Epsom salt baths and just chuck them in your bath. Everybody yeah. And I'd say, and, and Epsom salts aren't expensive and you can add essential oils to that yeah. too. Every so often I'd say to have magnesium flakes, not yeah. just Epsom salts as well. And there's a really nice brand called Seven Minerals. Um, and I use their um, oil, which I rub on, but they also do magnesium flakes, which are infused with essential oils. Oh, so nice. like lavender before yeah. you go to bed or wild orange or they're really lovely. Okay, cool. I have to check that out. Okay, so the next thing is vitamin C. Mm. And um, vitamin C for us is one of the first things we all do in the family. Um, at any moment, anyone's starting to feel a bit run down. And um, you have a good recommendation for vitamin C? Well, I have a few recommendations for vitamin C. We all need a lot of vitamin C. So vitamin C is a a vitamin that the body doesn't store. Um, We don't synthesize it. We don't don't store it. So you you should take it every day. You should get vitamin C through nutrition in some form or other every single day. Um, So you can't, because the body's not storing it, you can't really get too much. So what happens is when you take it, if you are, you know, quote unquote, taking too much, which you can't really, you can take it to bowel tolerance. And when you feel your, it, feel it in your bowels a bit, mm-hmm. that's when that's what you know your tolerance mm-hmm. is. The body will just excrete it. So it's pretty essential to stock up for that reason because we are just getting rid of it every day. So with all supplements, I always say to recommend non-synthetic um, whole food vitamin C or, mm-hmm. or whole food supplements where you can. 
And I love pure synergy, pure radiancy. However, ascorbic acid is interesting as well. And um, I would highly recommend going onto YouTube and watching videos by Dr. Suzanne Humphreys. She talks about the importance of ascorbic acid and um, what it does and how it helps you. Um, Technically, it can be described as synthetic, but because it's fermented, the process takes away everything else and leaves you with the pure molecule molecule that's easily absorbed by the body, where the body will just simply, like I said, excrete what it doesn't need. Um, and you can, it, 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 something I got told once, I can't remember if this was a Suzanne Humphreys thing, but humans don't synthesize their own vitamin C, but a goat makes up to 100 grams of ascorbic acid a day. Right. And that's ascorbic acid where it doesn't make whole food C. So where I always advise um, non-synthetic whole food um, supplements, ascorbic acid can be the little caveat there. Okay. I would say if you're getting ill, ascorbic acid all the way. Yeah. And for general every day, whole food C is great. Okay, perfect. Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, so leading on for that, we're going to talk about herbs and adaptogens. Um, oh yeah, tell me, uh, so this is really funny. <laughs> I was like, what's an adaptogen? What's an adaptogen? Um, <laughs> adaptogen? No, yeah. go, go on, you're going to explain it again. Adaptogens are herbs. Yes, um, so, but it's herbs and adaptogens, so they must be slightly different, right? Right, well yeah, because they, so you've got herbs, for instance, you know, your kitchen cupboard herbs, rosemary and, you know, and the adapt, coriander, adapt, adaptogens yeah. are things like ashwagandha, astragalus, licorice, licorice root, medicinal mushrooms, um, so they are herbs. They are from nature. They're just a little bit different to kind of your kitchen cupboard herbs. Yeah. Um, they just, adaptogens help the body to resist stresses of any kind. Okay. So whether those stresses are physical, chemical, or biological, and then they just help the immune system to um, deal with that. So the reason that a lot of people take things like ashwagandha for brain function is because yeah. it really, really, really helps brain function, like memory, um, all stuff like that. So when Another we, good one for teenagers then with exams, maybe. Really good for teenagers. Um, I just chuck all these, like, all these things go in my kids' smoothies in yeah. the morning, and mine. Yeah. Um, so do you get the ashwagandha in a powder? You get it in a powder, yeah. You get, I, I, would, I get ashwagandha, all of these things come into powder i also use medicinal medicinal mushrooms um which not magic ones not magic no they're not ma they're magic <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah they're your kind of magic um yeah. but they're they're really gaining traction now medicinal mushrooms um like chaga lion's mane reishi cordyceps they have amazing ability to heal the body and to keep the body in its most optimum state yeah and are these so these are dried mushrooms that are found these are in mushrooms, the yeah, that are foraged found. in the woodlands. So, like, a lot of them are from Siberia, I think. Are they? Wow. Um, but there's a company that I use. I mean, there's loads of companies, and I'm not. We're not kind of like sponsored by any of these, but no. you know, we. I, I use Four Sigmatic um, because I they do mushroom coffees, which I'm obsessed with. So oh yeah, I tried some of that. Yeah, too. they do all different ones, and they some of them are just like in little sachets, and they're packets using chaga or lion's mane or I reishi. I love that word, chaga. And, really so, nice. and they're just the elixir of that powder. But some of them, they take, for instance, lion's mane and mix it with organic Arabica coffee. So you can actually enjoy a coffee that's organic and yeah. it's got health-boosting benefits yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, they just have so... Generally, herbs and adaptogens are so underrated. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, we... And we it's becoming quite popular. People do talk about them a bit more now, though. Do you think they're kind yeah, of trending? Yeah, I think so. I feel like they're trending. Hashtag trending. Trending, yeah. Because I think... You know, we had this um, on our one of our episodes. We had Mira Manek talking to us about Ayurveda, 
And our Indian ancestors knew all this about herbs and adaptogens, which is why Ayurveda is so deeply rooted in the use of herbs and spices. So I just think to increase daily use of herbs, spices and adaptogens is just can have so many benefits so just as an like a a little guide of which sort of ones you could use rosemary cinnamon cardamom ginger turmeric sage parsley coriander like we said ashwagandha stragglers licorice root and then all the medicinal mushrooms and then you've got like cayenne pepper black pepper oh and echinacea and ginseng are also adaptogens so they're great for the immune system and these are all also sort of tie into your gut health right so they're really beneficial for that yeah which is good for your mental health well gut health is everything gut health is health yeah gut health is brain health and gut health is immune health yeah so this is a really good way to just easily boost that yep I'm going to get some of those mushrooms the magic ones what are they what was the company called again four sigmatic four sigmatic okay thanks can we put that in the show notes we'll put it in the show notes (laughs) okay so the next one is um distilled water and um, obviously Mega Home are our sponsors for this season, which we're very grateful for. And um, but this, we believe in distilled water, not just because Mega Home is sponsoring us, <laughs> but um, they're sponsoring us because we already use their distillers, and we also know the importance of drinking clean water, filtered, um, basically of all the harmful toxins. And um, Lauren, can you give us a bit more on the toxins in the water? Because I feel like you're very good with all the toxin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> toxins, my jam. Yeah, toxins, um, jam. Oh, God, water. I mean, our water, what we drink is so important. Um, someone said to me once, uh, an older relative, I, I've been drinking tap water my whole life and I'm fine. And I said, yeah, but because when you were a kid, we didn't have the crap in water that we've got now. So... If you compare the life of a person who's, say, 70 now, they've been consuming the water that has the toxins in for such a short space of time compared to our children who would never know anything different. Mm -hmm. So we know about fluoride. We've been hearing about fluoride for years now being a very harmful neurotoxin. It gets absorbed so easily through the body, through the gums, you know, in in toothpaste. Um, It is a neurotoxin. Fluoride is highly toxic and causes many, many health issues. I just can't really deal with that because I feel I like, know. why is it there for in all the bloody toothpaste? I know. Well, we'll get onto that on the next yes. one because we're going to talk about fluoride, aren't we? Um, the next one is chlorine, right? We go swimming in swimming pools and yeah. you try to tell your kids, don't swallow the water, you know, there's chlorine in it. But there's chlorine in our drinking water. Mm-hmm. Chlorine. Yeah. We know logically pragmatically we know that chlorine is not something you would give your child to drink and yet someone tells you it's in your drinking water we assume because these things are happening and allowed to happen that they must be okay i think this is where it comes down to taking our healthcare into our own hands doing our own research understanding the detrimental effects of things i suppose our tap water is cleaner than say in many other countries where you literally they say okay we're not going to die from it yeah, yeah. we're not going to well, immediately anyway yeah. but if you're consuming fluoride and chlorine for your entire life things will happen to your body yeah. and at some point it will start having a detrimental effect on your health our, our, our tap water now also has huge amounts of hormones yeah so estrogen for example and we're seeing girls getting periods earlier and earlier and earlier when i was growing up it was kind of normal to get periods around 13 14 15 now it's totally normal for girls to start getting their periods around nine, ten years old. So and we've got young. to start looking at why this is happening 
Why are their estrogen levels so much higher? One of the reasons for that, there are other contributing factors, which all come down to toxins and our ingestion and, and consumption of them. But one of the huge factors is the estrogen in water. So a, a good water distiller, uh, you know, the, the, a steam water distiller like Megahome, for example, will get rid of those. And very few actually get rid of estrogen as well. So hence why I use Megahome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so that kind of leads us on to fluoride. And um, so what we're learning and, you know, I mean, for me, basically, when my kids were small, we had no fluoride toothpaste and I was like quite militant about the whole thing. And then as they become teenagers, they're like, oh, we actually like the minty toothpaste better. And so since talking to Lauren about this, I'm now trying to get them all Basically, off. Basically, your those, kids are going to hate me. Off the, <laughs> off the t- well, I've just got to find something that they really like. I think that's the thing. I think I've tried uh, a couple of other ones. And like you said, they've got glycerine in them, which is not as good either. And actually, so Lauren is reading this book. Lauren's a geek. Lauren is really <laughs> funny. So Lauren is reading this book called Holistic Dental Care, Complete Guide to Healthy Teeth and Gums. Um, anyway, I mean, so it, so it's we, amazing. So I think, thanks to Lauren, we've got a bit of information about why it's so important not to have fluoride. Which yeah, well, like I said before, fluoride is a neurotoxin. There's there's no two ways about it. It, it has been proven. Why they still put it in toothpaste um, is beyond me. But it is it is a neurotoxin. It's toxic for our bodies. Um, our bodies cannot absorb it. It gets absorbed through the body into the bloodstream. Um, also, for instance, say you're brushing your teeth with fluoride toothpaste and your gums start bleeding, which happens often. People get gingivitis. Then you're opening up that your bloodstream basically mm-hmm. for fluoride to enter the bloodstream. Um, so just yeah, um, a good fluoride-free tooth. But you were saying you know about finding something your kids like. Obviously, we have to do that. I mean, I've got young kids and it's really hard to get them to have, you know, these kind of like powdery toothpaste or stuff. But I really think it's all about changing perceptions as well. Yeah. And I'm sure if you can give them the information and show them, right, this is why. And maybe like you're going to lend me that book. Maybe when I have that book, it'd be fine. And I I do think it's if you believe it. I mean, I feel like the mum kind of just dictates what happens in the house. You're buying the stuff. You kind of can set the rules, can't you, in a way? I just think it's about changing their perceptions. Like, you know, you've done so many things with your kids that have made them so healthy and they, they're they so aware of it. So they yeah. know, you know, they go straight to the Arnica or the Aconite yeah. or they go for the Manuka or they go for the Elderberry. Yeah. Their friends might not do that. Their friends might turn their nose up at Elderberry and be like, oh, that's horrible, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's just changing perceptions. It's going to be fine. Is that what you're telling me? Don't worry. It's going to be gonna fine. Be, but it's just changing their perceptions of what they think is normal and you yeah. know the 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 average store-bought toothpaste is going to cause i'm going to read this out actually from okay. this book it is holistic dental care by nadine artemis um i have read a book a couple of years ago called um how to cure tooth decay naturally by rami Nagel, which is also brilliant and it's based on research done by weston a price who was kind of the one of the founders of um understanding about holistic dental care mm-hmm. and that our, our kind of modern dentistry is all based on the wrong information but um nadine's written here about fluoride contrary to marketing madness tooth decay is not caused by fluoride deficiency the u.s environmental protection agency has fluoride on its substantial evidence of neurotoxicity list fluoride appears to interfere with critical body bodily chemistry damaging gums disrupting collagen production which is huge for mm. bones yeah. yeah, and for your skin. Yep, and reducing enzyme activity. Fluoride accumulates in the body, especially in the pineal gland, lowers IQ, 
forms deposits in the brain related to Alzheimer's, promotes early onset puberty, and the list goes on. Okay. Now, this is the fluoride that's in your toothpaste. I mean, there are loads of other um, ingredients in commercial toothpaste. I'm just going to read out another one about glycerin as well, because you were saying that one of the brands you bought, the fluoride-free brands, Mm -hmm. that you thought was okay, but that has glycerin in. So I'm just going to read out. Okay. This clear, slick gel is widely used and an inexpensive filler and a carrier for the low concentration substances that are highlighted as active ingredients. Glycerin is made from a mixture of dried vegetables that are repeatedly processed, bleached and deodorized, resulting in a viscous fluid similar in texture to molasses. Glycerin coats the teeth and blocks the saliva from doing its primary job of remineralizing the enamel. So... This is a really, this could go on, you know, I could go yeah, on about this, this for a long time. Could, but the point hour. is, is that the, the, the teeth, the, our saliva, with the right, if we have the right diet, can remineralize our teeth on its own. Glycerin, which isn't one of the most harmful in your toothpaste, but it prevents the teeth from remineralizing. And yeah. we need our teeth to constantly remineralize. Yeah. Like you said to me yesterday, they're, they're a living thing. They, they, yeah. change, they can change colors from the inside, right? Not from the outside. Yeah, so teeth are, we think that teeth are white from the outside. So if we our teeth are starting to go a bit stained, we'll go and get them bleached or we'll do some, you know, horrible treatment that's going to affect the nerves in our in our mouth and you know put toxins into our mouth and bleach and stuff like that um it's actually it's the enamel which we can wash away we, we can brush away if we're brushing too hard or if we're using things like glycerin and fluoride we can brush away that enamel it's the dentin under behind the enamel that is actually what's white and mm. the dentin remineralizes based on if you're getting the right nutrients or not. Yeah. So there's so much to this dental health stuff, but the point is... Well, it's also taking the power back to you, so that's really great as well. If you think, oh, you know what, I don't want to have to go and bleach my teeth, but if I'm eating the right stuff, they're going to go white anyway. That's great. Exactly. I'm going to think my teeth whiter. Now I know it's up to me. Yes, that's manifesting great. whiter I'm, teeth. I'm going to visualise whiter <laughs> teeth. <laughs> uh, yeah, the point is, is that there's so... It, it really is a minefield, and it's not just about go out and buy any other commercial brand of non-fluoride to- toothpaste it really is about learning how you know about oral health and holistic yeah. oral care so i'd highly recommend this book can we recommend a few ones in the show notes though? a few toothpaste yeah there's so much more to it than that so i'd recommend reading the book you can make your own tooth powder yeah which Didn't i you do say shine was quite nice shine's a really good tooth powder i really like shine yeah. um uh, we'll put or, the book in or you will put the book in or you can make your own with baking soda um, and essential oils because essential oils do so much to heal the gums mm-hmm. and help remineralize the teeth. So yeah, once again, and that's enough baking soda. Yeah, and essential oils is yeah, enough you'd be so surprised. Okay, yeah. okay, we're gonna do that. Yeah, so um, you I have will like put a making day. <laughs> I do have those it doesn't days. Doesn't really work on the podcast, does it? <laughs> we can video it. Okay, so um, the next one is, um, and the last one in this list is probiotics. So thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> Um, hang on, my dog wants to go out. No, he's sneezing. Stand, sit down, sit down. Um, probiotics are essential for gut health. So foods and drinks like kefir, kombucha, sauerkraut and kimchi are a great way to heal your gut flora. Um, you can also get supplemental probiotics. And we talked about this uh, as well, didn't we, Lauren? Do you want to... Yeah, well, supplement. Uh, um, you know, if you have a healthy gut and you're eating the right foods and you're not really eating gluten or too much processed food or sugar or anything, your gut should be pretty healthy. And therefore, just kind of sticking to fermented foods that offer probiotic properties like kefir, kombucha, sauerkraut and kimchi, like you said, and you can make your own as well. Um, but I love if you, sourdough bread. 
That's good as well, isn't it? That's kind of got. Us I mean, it's fermented, fermented, but it still uses gluten. So yeah, <laughs> it's um, yeah, but it's it's better than your average bread. But yeah, I love sourdough bread as well. Um, so, but yeah, if you do need to work on your gut health and you are doing a detox and you're trying to um, improve your gut health, then you can get supplemental probiotics as well that you can take as supplements every day. And I would encourage that on top of um, yeah, the, and the but food good ones. brands, right? Good brands, good yeah. Brands. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we hope that this list has been useful to you and as we said before we're going to add it into the show notes for your easy reference and um, we're so grateful to every single one of you who chose to press play um, we hope you enjoyed this happy healthy home healthy happy home minisode um, please connect with us on instagram at healthy happy home podcast where we have a heap of amazing giveaways and discounts and we, if you do enjoy our show, please why not share with someone who you think could benefit from the content. Rating, reviewing and subscribing to Healthy Happy Home will also help other people to find us so we can grow this lovely little community of ours. Thank you to Mega Home Water Distillers for sponsoring this season of Healthy Happy Home. Head over to megahome-distillers.co.uk to learn more about the most reliable and efficient home drinking water distiller on the market and to benefit from a 5% discount as a listener of Healthy Happy Home by using the code HHH5 at checkout. Thank you to Megahome.